You're listening to the Ellie Castro Show. I am Ellie Castro. And I'm Jose Rodriguez. My brother and I, Elliot, and I um, decided to do something for my mother recently. We decided to help her with her spring cleaning, but to like another level because we had noticed that there was a lot of stuff, and I want to say junk, that's been piling up over the years. So you just threw away stuff in the house, basically. I wanted to. That was the original intent because there was just so much of it. And none of it had like uh, a purpose, you know, it was just starting to pile up stuff that wasn't even my mother's almost like, um, you know, like her friends were using her house as like storage space. Oh, right. And were they paying her for it at no, least? No, not even. Right. <laughs> oh, no, gracias, mainly gracias. You know, it's guy, I don't have any room in my apartment. So you have a big house, you know, we'll just put it in one of the empty rooms. So now my mom's starting to look like a hoarder. But my mother, you know, she's nice, right? She's not mean to anybody. So she just like took it all upon herself to like have all this stuff from all the years right so my brother was like no we got to do something about this right because now my mother's got like uh let's say four bedrooms and now she was down to one you know what i mean because <laughs> all the bedrooms uh, they're filled with boxes right so i'm like okay we got to clean this up but it wasn't like put the stuff in the trunk it was so much stuff we had to rent a dumpster now was she okay with this or was she reluctant oh, to oh, getting the stuff she was very reluctant i'm talking about i should have rented a dumpster and hired a social worker slash psychologist to assist me. You know what I mean? Because like my mother would follow us and be like, you're going to throw that out? Can I go through it? And then she would have like separation anxiety. Like, oh, but you can't get rid of this. This is an old frame from 1987. Mom, but it's cracked. I know, but if you can just use a little glue and it's like, what are you... <laughs> What about this pen? It doesn't write. I know, but that's the pen that I used to use when you were a baby. I mean, what? Right. I mean, where do we stop? So I, <laughs> to her credit, she literally left the house. Oh, when you guys were doing this? She was like, I'm going to go run errands, which okay. is amazing. Like, get out of the house. Let us do the ugly work. But my brother and I didn't just throw everything in the dumpster. We went through everything meticulously. Opened envelopes, opened little bags, everything. We went through everything. If it was junk, we threw it out. If You know, and if it had any kind of value, we put it aside and let my mom go through it. Well, amongst the junk, I found yearbooks from my high school in White Plains. But they weren't just like my yearbook or my sister's yearbook. It was a yearbook from 1936. <laughs> and I go, mom, here's an example. What are you doing with a yearbook from my high school from 1936? What did she say? I don't know. Where was that? I'm like, oh my God, this is why we got to get rid of so much junk, except I wasn't getting rid of that yearbook. You wanted to keep it. Oh my God, what a perfect time capsule. This gave you a look at what life was like back in 1936 in White Plains. Yeah, because that was a different time back then. You know, they, they didn't have cell phones. They didn't R have... That's the first thing you went to? Come well, on. I mean, communication was different. Cell phones was the first thing you went to? We had beepers in our high school Jesus, era. Jesus, you're still with beepers. The first thing I thought of was 1936. You're just coming out of the Great Depression. That too. Okay, and you went with cell phones. <laughs> You know, I'm thinking like 1936, there were no TVs. No. Nope. We just radios. Yeah. Right? This is a different life. World War II was around the corner. World War I was not too long ago. This is a completely different time. So in this yearbook, they have a page where they talk about favorite things, right? Senior preferences. Now, they have two responses. They have the official one, you know, as tabulated. Right? right. As voted upon. And then they have the outstanding answers. OK, like uh, most notable mention. Favorite subject, lunch. 
Oh, okay. That's what I would have voted for. The outstanding answer was margin art. What is margin art? Now, I looked up margin art, right? Because I was like, yo, like I feel dumb yeah. not knowing margin art. Was that a kind of art that only existed in the earlier part of the 20th century? I'm ready to hear what it's about. Margin art is known as the art of doodling. It's the art of doodling while also taking notes, restricting the doodles to the margins. When did we stop using margin art and started using doodling? I don't know. Doodling just sounds dumb. Yes. Margin art sounds like I want to go to college for that. Yeah, like margin artist versus I'm a doodler. Favorite sandwich? Lettuce. A lettuce sandwich? See, this is where the Great Depression oh, comes in. Oh, yes. Yeah, lettuce sandwich. So pan con lechuga, that's it. Yeah, just like two pieces of bread and a lettuce. Now, now listen, you would think that that would be like the outstanding answer, like the ha-ha funny answer. Right. But that's the one that got the most votes, a lettuce sandwich, okay? Like, bust open the violins, because that's sad, man. Like, it makes me feel bad for them now, because it brings you back to that era, and you're like, yeah, they were coming off of the Great Depression, so that's all they had to take to school. There was no peanut butter and jelly back then? No, it was more expensive. They could just grow that lettuce in the backyard. They can't grow the peanut butter and jelly. God, that's tough. So then what was the outstanding answer? Beer on pretzels. I guess you could drink at an early age back then. No, no, you forgot about the Prohibition era. Oh, that's right. That was from 1920 to 1933. Okay, so it was just finished. Oh, I see. So then, yeah, okay, so it was like a big party. That's why yeah. this is this is important. It's yeah. because they had just finished, so Put they're it on putting everything. beer on everything. Put it on everything. Pretzels, <laughs> done. Beer on pretzels. Best sandwich ever. All right, here's another one. Favorite drink? Okay. Water. They're healthy. Outstanding answer, moo juice. Now, moo juice, I'm going to uh, think it's milk. That's exactly right. Okay. Isn't that clever? Yeah. That's really clever. I like moo juice over milk. Moo juice. Like, why didn't they keep that as the name of it? I don't know. Similar question to why did they stop calling it margin art? I know. Like, they had some great names. Like, can I get some cereal and moo juice? It makes That's... cereal sound so much better. Right? Sounds like, like I'm having an elegant meal. Favorite dance orchestra, Guy Lombardo. I don't even know who. Guy Lombardo was a huge artist back in the day. Okay. Right? I mean, this was the, the era of swing and jazz. Gotcha. Guy Lombardo is known for music like this. Because I love you just the way you look tonight. That's a song Frank Sinatra is known for. But it started with Guy Lombardo. Oh. And the hit that year by Guy Lombardo was a song called Broken Record. And what's awesome is that on the record, they would put the title of the song, Broken Record, and then they would put it in Spanish, Disco Roto. What? Yeah, check it out. Now, I don't know if that's a song that I would necessarily dance to because that's the kind of music that I would like meditate to. That's like chill music. Yes, relaxing. But in 1936, that was like, let's get up and dance music. So what was your favorite band song your senior year? CNC Music Factory. Me too. Yes. Ah! 
That was it. Now, that was dance music. Yes. This is not the music you're going to meditate to. No. 70 years from now, you're not going to be listening to CNC Music Factory going, I just need a moment of zen. Yeah, I need to relax a little bit. Let me put some CNC Music Factory. Favorite bean wagon. I don't even know what that uh-huh, is. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I had to look it up. Bean wagon means a cheap diner. Oh, because the beans and then the wagon as in the Old West wagon. Sure. Bean wagon. So most tabulated, who won? Rainbow, right? Rainbow diner. Outstanding answer, Hot Dog Joe. Now, I looked it up. Hot Dog Joe apparently is a hot dog stand that went out of business. But did you know that in White Plains, the Rainbow Diner is still running? What? Yes. After all these years? That's incredible. So, you know, of course, I looked them up, right? Because if they've been around this long, I'm going to check out the reviews. But because they've been around for so long, I'm not even looking at the one-star reviews. I decided to go for a five-star review. Because, you know, if you've been around this long, you deserve praise. Yes. All right? So here's what I found. Five stars. Great service. Great food. Stay away from the mozzarella sticks. They're horrible. I mean, that was a five star review. It's still got more to go. That's awesome. It's a five star review. And he goes, waiters are very respectful, kind and polite. Great place. And it's not a gay diner. The name just so happens to be Rainbow Diner. Of course, they are gay friendly. They don't discriminate, but it's not a gay diner. The name fools a lot of people. Why why would you? I don't know. It's a five-star review. That's the weirdest five-star review I've heard. Isn't that crazy? I mean, okay, so great people, great food, but heads up, it's not gay? Yeah, and heads up, don't order the mozzarella sticks. Right, but it's still a five-star review and don't worry about the rainbow? I mean, I was never thinking like that. No, not at all. Why can't the rainbow be a rainbow? Yeah. What's your fear, bro? Relax. It's okay. Could you imagine this guy like eating going, okay, so you're not gay. And the waiter must have been like, uh, relevance. But even worse, he went there with that thought process. He went there with those little thoughts in his head that he then had to retract in his statement and say, by the way, it's not a gay diner. No, I find it more troubling that he had to say it. Just correct yourself, bro. Right. So just keep it to yourself. Maybe right. tell your wife when you get home with your girlfriend, hey, don't break up with me because I'm this stupid. I thought Rainbow Diner was for uh, gay customers. Right. Because anybody you tell that to be like, what are you talking about? And you just be like, I felt so bad, but I left my five star review. Great. You didn't actually put that stuff on the review, did you? Yeah, I did. Because I want everybody to know how ignorant I was. <laughs> oh, and don't try the mozzarella sticks. I see a rainbow in the sky. I see a rainbow way up high I see a rainbow, look with me How many colors can you see? Favorite telephone number. Okay. So most tabulated was WP14. Apparently it's one of the administrators in the school. Okay. Outstanding answer, Davenport 00000. Now, that means nothing, but... It gave me a window into what life was like in 1936 with phones, right? Because apparently your first concern was no cell phones. Well, back then there were landlines and even that was a new thing. Right. And there were limited landlines, which means that the numbers were only how many ever landlines there were. Uh Uh-huh. And in 1936, they were introducing the dial telephone. Oh. The local news of the week. 
At midnight Saturday, the telephones in this city will be changed to dial service and all telephone numbers will be changed. Late this week, new directories will be delivered. Here are a few important suggestions for the use of your dial telephone. Before calling any number, first secure the number from your new directory. Then remove the receiver and listen for the dial tone. It sounds like this. Can we just talk about that tone, though? Yeah. <laughs> that tone sounds like death. If I hear that tone, I'm just hanging it up. I, I want no part of that tone. That tone indicates everything is ready for your call. That tone indicates that the world's about to end. With the receiver off the hook, dial the desired number. For example, suppose you want to dial 23650. 23650. That's only five numbers. Yeah. <laughs> There's some numbers missing there. Dial each numeral in this manner, pulling the dial around to the finger stop each time. By the way, don't, don't think I missed that whole numeral, okay? Be sure to allow the dial to freely return to its normal position. And this is the ringing signal. My word, okay, if the tone didn't kill you, that ring did. If the line is busy, you'll hear this busy signal. I'm done. Until Saturday midnight, please use your present directory and make your calls in the usual manner. Now, you also know that before direct dial telephones, you had to lift the receiver, which activated a bell or buzzer at the central exchange. You'd request your connection with a human operator, right, who asked, number please, and then would personally move cables to make the connection. Isn't that crazy? The other thing is that person lost their job, the one oh. that worked at that place. Great. Okay. <laughs> like who, for example? Uh, her name was Sally. 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 So let's find out from Sally what life was like in 1936 when the announcement of the dial telephone was made. We're here with Sally. Hi, Sally. Hi, how you doing? I'm doing fantastic. It's 1936. We eat lettuce sandwiches or beer on pretzels. I'm glad one of us is doing fantastic. Well, what's going on with you, Sally? Well, ever since they came up with this dial tone service, I'm out of a job. Now, why is that, Sally? Because I no longer have to change a cord and connect you to the other line you're talking to. Now you just call them yourself. I have no job. It's called technology, Sally. Yeah, well, is technology going to pay my mortgage? Well, how are you going to pay your mortgage now, Sally? I hear they're hiring at the Rainbow Diner, so I'm going to go put in an application with the people that own it. I hear they might be gay. It's incredible how far we've come since 1936. Yes. I mean, you can make phone calls from your computer, from your tablet. From your watch. But I found a video 20 years later on how to use your dial phone. And how different was it from the one we just heard? Check it out. Well, I haven't said anything, but I'm already more excited because the music's like getting me excited. Yeah, it wasn't like as depressing as the whole uh, Sally's about to lose her career. Hello, everyone. I'm from your telephone company. And the message that we have for you is that we are changing your telephone service over to dial. Notice how she didn't even say her name. Right. She doesn't want any complaints. Oh, is that it? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so when they leave a bad review. Yeah. That lady. The lady that said they were changing to dial. There's been a lot of planning, preparation, and work in order to bring Dial to town. You may have noticed that lots of work has been going on. Yeah, 20 years. I heard about this in 1936. And 20 years later in the 50s, you're still telling me about there's been a lot of work going on and how to use a phone? Really? New cable pulled into place and other types of construction. If the Dial isn't already on your telephone, 
It soon will be. Or maybe after I pay the bill. Many months ago, our engineers started to draw up the plans because equipment must be tailor-made to fit the needs of each community, not only for today's requirements, but for years to come. Um, I don't know. Yeah, we might not need those laying lines. Yeah, were you setting up all those cables for the 5G that we were going to (laughs) need? To design, build, and install this equipment takes time and money. This is an investment in the future of your community. It won't be long now until dial telephones are ready to serve you. So that there will be no interruption in your telephone service during the changeover. Please pay your bill. Everything is made ready. When the signal is given, the fuses are pulled out of the lines that were part of your manual equipment. At the same instant, we close the connections in the dial equipment and dial service is born. Instead of hearing the operator's familiar number please, you'll hear the dial tone. Yeah, because Sally ain't got a job. That means that the equipment is ready to handle your call. Dial service, however, doesn't do away with the need for operators. You'll always find operators ready to help whenever you need them. Are there operators still around? I don't think so. you like when you dial zero, remember that? Right. right, Why don't we find out? Use has been restricted or is unavailable. Please contact customer care for assistance. I guess there's no dial zero for the operator. Nope. You will find that dial telephones are very easy to use. And I'd like to give you some pointers so that you can make the best use of your dial telephone. Notice how they're very easy, but I'm going to give you some pointers. They're very easy, but we're going to produce this whole video on showing you how to use the phone. This was also in the 50s, which means they couldn't rewind the stuff. So if you forgot or missed something, oh. you had to watch the whole thing yeah, over you're again. done. Yeah, you're done. Now, let's examine the dial itself for just a moment. I mean, it sounds like school. Let's examine the dial for a moment. It's like, oh my God, is this going to be on the test for convenience in dialing the letters go around the dial in alphabetical order and the numbers are in numerical order numerical i get it okay can i just take the test i don't have to watch the rest of it i got it from one to nine and oh and in the center of the dial appears the number of the telephone you are using this is akin to the instructional videos we have now on youtube Yes. Like this is like YouTube back in the day before there was YouTube, right? And you had to like go to a cinema and watch your how-to videos up on the screen and take notes and then go home and then hope you remembered. With dial service, telephone numbers consist of a central office name and five numbers like this, main two, nine, nine, seven, oh. That sounded like a truck driver, main two, nine, nine, four, eight. Yeah. (laughs) Come in, Rainbow. Also, this numbering system makes it possible to fit you and your neighbor's telephones into a uniform nationwide plan. This enables operators and telephone users to dial long-distance calls to distant cities. And now it's like there's not even a long-distance call thing. No. Now you just call. Now you just dial the number. There are a few easy rules to be followed when dialing because careless dialing mistakes will waste a lot of your time and cause someone else to be inconvenienced and probably irritated. You mean prank calls. (laughs) Come on, come all, cause we're having a ball. We're just making some calls to strangers. Come on, come on, you can say what you want and they'll never know if you're deranged. Mother will-
When dialing, notice that I brought my finger around until it firmly touched the finger stop. And now I remove my finger. If you didn't tell me to remove my finger, do you think I wouldn't have figured that out? Well, after you hurt your finger the first time, uh, you would have figured it out. Okay. And let the dial go back by itself. Failure to bring your finger firmly to the finger stop with each pull of the dial. Don't tell me you didn't do one of these where you would force the rotary back. You're going to let it go by itself, but to speed it up, right. you would like spin it backwards really fast. That's how you speed dialed back in the day. Yes. You would rotate it and then push it back really fast and then get to the next one and rotate it and then push it back really fast. Come on now. We, nobody let it go on its own. No. Another important point to remember when dialing is that wherever you have the letter O or the numeral O. Numeral O? Uh, yeah, excuse me. There is no such numeral. No. Okay? As in our example number worth 49970, you will find the letter O next to N on the left side of the dial. The numeral O. Again, there is no numeral O. Not at all. Why can't she just say zero? Yeah. Is that not something you said in the 50s? The numeral O is always in the same space with the word operator. As soon after you dial the number you want, you will hear this tone. That's the ringing signal. Stop it. An interrupted burring sound. Burring sound. Burring sound? Please don't describe it. Just call it a ringing tone. <laughs> now, it tells you that the telephone at the number you dialed is ringing. The ring will continue until the telephone is answered, or if there is no answer, until you hang up. Did you ever call people and you just let it ring and ring and because you're like, I know they're home. Yeah, before answering machines, yeah. you gotta let it ring because yeah. they might be like coming up the stairs or whatever. You never know. But uh, obviously, uh, phone lady here doesn't know that the answering machines were coming. Because she was like, you know, you could stay on until you stop or the answering machine, which hasn't been invented, picks up. So let the telephone ring for at least a minute or about 10 rings to give the person you're calling time to answer. Or if you're uh, calling your girlfriend that broke up with you, right? you just let it ring until she picks up and hangs up. Or the parents pick up and say, she's not here. And then you go, oh, okay. <laughs> and then you wait five minutes and you start the process all over again. Call again. Now, if the number dialed is busy, you will hear a signal like this. I hated that signal. Oh, God, I hated that signal. Because now you got to keep trying. Do you try in 30 seconds? you try in a minute? Right. Do you try in 30 minutes? Because that means somebody's on the phone, right? And every time you'd hear that, you'd be like, get off the phone. You know, you used to be able to call the operator and tell them you have an emergency. And they would do a phone break where they would connect themselves and what? say, yeah, I used to do that all the time when I call my own house and they would it was busy because my sister was on the phone or something. I'd be like, I have an emergency. What's the emergency? You just tell them I have an emergency. What's the emergency? Uh, I need to have my mom come pick me up. I got hurt. How did you get hurt? I broke my foot. Where? On my foot. Uh, what part of your foot? The ankle. The ankle? <laughs> That's not an emergency. You can wait. <laughs> The busy signal, a buzz buzz sound. Buzz Lightyear to the rescue. Buzz buzz. When you hear this signal, hang up. And wait for call waiting to be invented. <laughs> yes. If you will remember these easy rules, you will dial correctly and be pleased with the use and convenience of your dial telephone. And there you have it. Now I'm graduated. We did it. <laughs>
And that was the Ellie Castro Show. I am Ellie Castro. And I'm Jose Rodriguez. For more information on my upcoming shows, mi gente, you can go to EllieCastro.com and you can follow me on social media under Ellie Castro Comedy. You can follow me on social media under Jose A-Rod. Remember, mi gente, my book is available for sale on EllieCastro.com. Don't forget to leave us those five-star reviews. We love those five-star reviews with, like, only positive comments. Don't yes. throw in the negatives in there because, you know, I just selectively read them anyway. And don't forget, you're also on Cameo. They can yes. look you up on Cameo. That's correct for that special greeting or shout-out. Remember, mi gente, life is so much better when you're laughing. Hasta la próxima. Palante. I love you, 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 I do. Oh, the tune sounds silly, I will agree. The words sound daffy, but not to me. For there's no doubt it's the way I feel about you. Don't order the mozzarella sticks. Yum, yum, yummy. Yum, yum, yummy. It's time to eat. <laughs>